Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Tom Evans. It's a couple days before the 2022 UTMB Mont Blanc Festival. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hey, Megan. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm really good. Uh, yeah, lovely to be here in Chamonix, and yeah, really, yeah, just excited to that it's race week. Yeah, I just showed up yesterday, but you have been here for a long time. You're basically a local now. What have you been up to? Yeah, I've been here for sort of a month now, and. Lots of training. I've been in Teen, so near Val d'Azur, uh, for some altitude training. I've uh, been looking at the course. Yeah, sort of just sort of immersing myself into the race. And yeah, I've done some really good training. And yeah, the last couple of weeks of sort of dialing everything back in has been, yeah, really nice. And um, yeah, just feel pretty ready to go. I think the last time I run far saw you race was at Western States 2019, where you're on the podium there. You're the, the 100 mile distance is not unfamiliar to you. However, the 100 mile mountain distance is a thing, eh? Yeah, I think it's almost impossible to compare Western States and UTMB. Yes, it's the same distance, but UTMB is going to be five hours longer, uh, hopefully. Um, yeah, if it was only five hours longer, that'd be great. Uh, I would like to ask for it to only be five hours longer, please. Yeah, please, please, please be five hours longer. So yeah, I think it, I think it's different. Um, but I think yeah, I've sort of I've been spending far more time in the mountains, um, and I think sort of from a military background, I think UTMB, I think the hundred mile distance here is what is most suited because it's slower, it's a bit more uncomfortable, it's at night. I think my strongest part of the race will be at night. Um, it's something that I'm super comfortable with. Um, it's something I've practiced a lot, but have also just had this eight years of doing military exercises at night without a head torch. So now that you've got a head torch, you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I can actually... Luxury, light. Yeah, exactly. I can see where I'm going. And other people are like, oh, I've only got 600 lumens or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I've done this with night vision goggles. <laughs> Um, where you can't see a thing. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm really excited. And yeah, I think for me, the 100 mile distance at UTMB is, it's the Super Bowl of ultra distance trail running. And yes, it's a mountainous race, but it's not actually that technical. It's it's steep, but it's run like runnable actual underfoot terrain, right? Yeah, exactly. There's uh, underfoot is great for. Mm. 95% of the race and yeah there are steep sections but people sort of forget how runnable the second half is like there's a 13 mile downhill huh. from Grand Col de Ferret and it's quick like it can be it can be quick um I don't think I've ever put that together that that's 13 miles basically all downhill because I think of it in segments but you're right yeah it's 13 yeah. miles pretty much all downhill uh -huh. to the from the top of Grand Col Ferret to the bottom of just before you climb up to Champelac, it's 13 miles. Yeah. Huh. It's all downhill. Yeah. So you've got to run. Um, when I think of you, that's the kind of running that I think of. You sort of came over to trail ultra running from faster, shorter, much flatter stuff. But like you said, you've been integrating yourself into the mountain world too. Yeah, I think so. I think, geez, I don't think races like UTMB are one in the 12 weeks or the 24 weeks before the race. I think they're one in the years and years that you put in before. And am I the best hiker? No. Am I the fastest runner? No. Am I the best at anything? No. But I'd like to think I'm 
I'd be getting a A minus to an A on all of the disciplines now, I'd like to think. <laughs> so yeah, you're not the best, but you spent a lot of work improving on all of them. And I think for a race like UTMB, you've got to be a 360 degree athlete where you're comfortable eating on the move, you're comfortable hiking, descending, running uphill, running downhill, running on flat. I think you need to be have a bit of everything. And I think sort of my yeah, my history of coming from like a team sports background, and then some faster running, some cross country, some military. Yeah, I think it for me, sort of UTMB is is sort of the dream race because I get to combine all of these elements that has sort of become my craft over the last fifteen years and put them all into practice in one incredible race and adventure. It seems like you are a a study, like a close study of the the things that you put yourself into. Like you pick a race you build a training block that, you know, is representative training for that. You really focus on it. Can you talk for a minute about some of like the core elements that you've been using in your, in your buildup? Yeah, for sure. I think these races have just got to be massively respected and the hundred mile distance, hundred miles is no joke. hundred miles around Mont Blanc is definitely no joke so the respect has to be paid so yeah I guess we sort of break the I work with Scott Johnson at Uphill Athletes and we've been working together for the last year and that's mm. been absolutely incredible and yeah I think the way that we've approached so coming off an injury the first bit was what is the least amount of work we can do to get away with and that's what we went into mm. Trans Grand Canaria with and so worked on the relative speed then and then stepped up to the 85k at Madeira that okay it's a bit of an increase in distance and time it's gonna be nine hours but it's there's more hiking but there's also quite a lot of running so let's do what you're good at and combine the two and see where we are from there that will then give us a nice block then leading into um yeah leading into utmb and yeah i guess the training for this has been much longer slower days still really structured um and yeah just realizing that yeah you haven't got a race every workout whereas i think for for something like western states where you need to run fast you need to do solid workouts and out here it's just been so much fun sort of running with mm. friends and people who have come out um i spent the last sort of block at altitude which has been really nice um and a great group of guys out there and now here in chamonix with the adidas terex team and yeah it's just been yeah i think really structured really periodized and yeah, but like I said earlier, I don't think UTMB has won in the 12 weeks before. And so I'm hoping that, yeah, I can use my experience of moving through mountains at night. Um, I, I know how miserable I'm going to feel at like half three to five. <laughs> so actually visualizing that and being like, right, what is, I guess you can ask yourself before a race, what are the reasons for me to DNF, for example? Injury to your body? Okay, well, is there anything I can do about that? Well, no, not really. Okay, Just keep doing your foam rolling. Keep doing your foam rolling. You'll be fine. <laughs> and like getting really cold and really miserable and you think, okay, well, that's going to happen when it's at its coldest, half three to five, right? Mm -hmm. What can I do to make sure that doesn't happen? What can I do to mitigate this? And yeah, so we've just been really, yeah, I've asked for a lot of help from a lot of people. And yeah, I think those sort of conversations we've had and then putting things in practice, like I did a my final long run was a complete dress rehearsal for UTMB. Same shoes, socks, kit, nutrition, hydration, <laughs> similar course, starting at 6 p.m., huh. like practicing everything. Huh. 
because it's what you would it's what you do in other sports it's what we do in the military and it's what you do if you're racing a marathon you do a 20 miler at marathon pace and yeah i think it's just been super important to be that focused and that structured but at the same time with 90% of the training is it's just an adventure it's just about learning and getting comfortable being uncomfortable and yeah being comfortable in the mountains what's a like what's a cool thing or experience that you've had as you've been out here training and i know you're you know you've had a lot of structure but there you've been in the alps so there's probably been some fun like yeah. what's a cool story you have from the last month i think Probably my favorite moment was on this sort of final night run. Um, I was in Teen, so the next door valley to Cormayeur, and there was just the most incredible thunder and lightning mm. um, in Cormayeur, and I was probably like 30 miles away, but you could just see it so yeah. clearly. And you were just out on your own, didn't see another person for the whole night, and yeah, it was just completely surreal, and it sort of makes you realize that, right, one minute it could be absolutely fine, but then the next things can change, and all the time I was hoping, please stay away, don't come here. Stay in that valley, please. <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. But you never know, things things might happen, things might change. Yeah. And you're constantly thinking, oh, right, if it does happen, like, what can I do? What am I going to do? So, yeah, that's been that's been really cool. But then, yeah, I think just, yeah, just the whole attitude of, and just the lifestyle of being able to be in the mountains. And I was on my own, living on my own. So if I wanted to wake up at, 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or whatever you can just sort of just roll out of bed and you look out the window and you've just got these incredible mountains and yeah I've sort of really enjoyed yeah really enjoyed that lifestyle and really bought into it and yeah that's been really special and then yeah I guess sort of being able to come to to Chamonix with the Adidas Terex team and put up in these incredible chalets and support the big team that we have here and we've got a couple of guys and girls racing now at TDS which is amazing and yeah I think having that whole team spirit is um yeah, pretty unique and yeah, just incredible. Um, as a study of the sport, like you've probably been rehearsing a little bit, like how the comp you think the competition might go and like where you see yourself in it. I don't want you to give away any of your race day strategy, but what type of visualization and preparation do you do in that in that respect? I think for me, like I've definitely split this race into three different parts and visualizing in three different parts of the race. And the first phase is the start until surviving the start <laughs> exactly, survive surviving the first three hours okay. like i think if you can survive the first three yeah. hours to get to lake on get to contamine put your head touch on great but i think <laughs> those first three hours is going to be super stressful worrying oh what are other people doing am i going too fast am i going too slow is there too have i left too much of a gap or oh, i've really messed it up like you geez, you could destroy your race in the first 10 minutes um so yes, I think that's been, yeah, that's sort of been a, a factor and something that I've thought about, right, what am I going to do if this happens or that happens? And there's so much talk because there are so many big names in this race that, oh, this person might do this or that person might do that. And it's great. And I'm there thinking, okay, I've got my plan. Is that plan going to last or am I going to have to modify it on the ground? And mm. yeah, so there's a couple of different options for that. And then, yeah, second phase, go into the night, head touch comes on, super comfortable at night from nine until half three, and then I'm gonna suffer at half three, but it's all right, I've got my M&Ms that I'm gonna pick up in Cormier. And then, yeah, that's my real- No caffeine. Oh, there's a lot of caffeine, oh, okay, okay. a lot of caffeine and M&Ms. Um, and then, yeah, sort of use, I know that's gonna happen, so I've sort of visualized the good parts that I'm gonna really enjoy, and then the miserable parts and what I'm gonna do, and then, yeah, sun comes up, you're in 
hopefully you're in um, Champelac and from there it's yeah well from Baton like I've run CCC I know the course I love the course I've got some of my best ever trail running memories from mm. that course from feeling great from feeling horrendous and yeah just plan on using those yeah, using that previous knowledge to yeah just to get me around to the end and for me my goal come my goal for this whole for the last 12 months post injury was getting to the start line and yes i'm not there yet i've got a couple more days to sort of stay yeah not trip on any stairs yeah exactly so yeah i think um yeah the goal was to get to the start line so i've sort of achieved that goal so now anything else is just an absolute bonus and yeah i'm just super excited that it's finally here and i've managed to get myself onto a start line um yeah it's just super exciting best of luck to you thank you yeah and um you know, turn off your headlamp for just a little bit for a military throwback and enjoying the night on Friday night, eh? I can't <laughs> promise that, but if I do, I'll let you know. Okay. Good luck to you. Perfect. Megan, thank you so much. You're welcome.